everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Count It All Joy. I'm Maddie. And I'm Gentry. We're so glad to have you here today and can't wait to get started. We want to get started by sharing a little bit about who we are and what our goals are. Our podcast will be centered around growing in our faith, our experiences, as well as exploring the Enneagram from a Christian perspective. Hi, everybody. It's Gentry. A couple weeks ago, I mentioned to Maddie that I really wanted to start a podcast, and I reached out to her and said, hey, would you be interested in doing this with me? And luckily, she was very open to the idea, and uh, we just want to start today by introducing ourselves a little bit, telling a little bit about ourselves, and sharing our stories. So, I wanted to first ask Maddie um, to tell a little bit us a little bit about her. Um, and we made a few prompts to talk about and discuss. So, Maddie, why don't you get us started today? Yeah, so I'm Maddie. I'm 19, and I'm a freshman at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. But right now, when classes are online, I'm obviously not in Lincoln. But I'm double majoring in sports media and communications and broadcasting with a communication studies minor. And then my go-to coffee order, I'm kind of someone who orders on the fly every single time. Like people will ask me what I want and I don't know until I'm actually talking to the person, the barista. So I don't really have a go-to, but I love caramel and I, that's pretty much it. But the place I feel most at peace, my favorite place is just by any lake outside when the sun's shining. That's definitely just my place. And then we also thought to answer a worship song you listen to when you're anxious or sad. And mine is Gracious Redeemer. So I'm Gentry, as I mentioned. I'm 19 and I go to Wheaton College, which is in Wheaton, Illinois. I'm studying communication media studies, as well as I'm getting a minor in art. Um, my go-to coffee order, I'm obsessed with coffee. I drink coffee every single day. Um, I'm kind of obnoxious about it, about how much I talk about it. Uh, but my go-to order is an almond iced almond milk latte. Um, get that pretty much every time I get coffee. Also, just to cut in, almost every time I go to Starbucks, I text Gentry and ask what I should get, and she always <laughs> gives me good suggestions. So I try to get myself to try new things, but I'm not very good at it because I know what I like. Um, but other things, I I love almond in coffee. Like, anything almond is, like, amazing. So I love getting the almond shot at Dunkin' Donuts. So if you haven't gotten that, highly recommend Um, I feel the most at peace outside, but specifically, um, there's this place that's kind of by my house that I've found in the, especially in the past couple of months when I've been home. It's so nice, especially in the spring. Um, but I just like, will walk out there by myself and there's a creek and I've just gone out there a couple of times. I can just really be alone and enjoy that time. It's really fun to go at sunset, and I have, like, a, the perfect view of watching the sunset. A worship song that I listen to when I am anxious has been Peace by, I believe it's by Hillsong. Uh, I have don't cry very often, and I have bawled to this song <laughs> just because um, it's so good. And one of my friends first showed it to me, and I'm just obsessed with that song now. But, yeah, it's super good. 
We mentioned the Enneagram earlier because that's something that we're both really interested in. So now we're just going to talk a little bit about how we got into it, our types, and all of that stuff. So I first heard about the Enneagram almost a year ago, and I was so confused when I first was introduced to it. Like, people were telling me about the types, and I had no idea how I was ever going to remember, like, nine different types. And when people first start, when people start talking about it, at first it is the most confusing thing ever. And honestly, I didn't really have any interest in it. I was not um, interested whatsoever. I had heard about, like, Myers-Briggs, and I knew a little bit about that, I suppose. Um, Not a lot. Uh, However... I think I finally got into it my uh, first semester of college when I was meeting so many new people and people kept asking me what my Enneagram type was. And I was like, well, I knew what type I was because I had taken a test in the past, but I didn't really know anything about the other types. Um, So I, being a five, I researched it pretty intensely and I ended up really being super interested by it. And I put in a lot of time just learning and picking up more information about this and I started using it in my everyday life to like get to know people better and know myself better. Um, Yeah, Maddie, how did you hear about it? Yeah, I feel like mine was kind of the same thing, just being really confused at first and now it's kind of funny because now Gentry and I are the people that confuse other people (laughs) when we talk about it, but yeah, and uh, I think I took a test at first, too. Um, Actually, I remember this. I was at Adventureland with my mom, and we were bored. We were waiting for my siblings, and we were just, like, looking through the Enneagram Instagram accounts and trying to figure out what we were just by that. So I didn't even initially take a test. And I thought I was a three, and then... (laughs) Which, what is a three? A three is the achiever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And... uh, Gentry actually was the one who told me she was like dude I like am set like you're a seven and at first I was like okay which okay you're advised not to type other people but I'm a rule breaker I guess but yeah the seven is the enthusiast so and I'm very much a seven as I've come to realize yeah yeah, then I started getting interested in it and I started looking at like all the other types and now I have them like pretty much down yeah it's just like super fun and uh, so that's kind of how I first found out about it and got into it. Yes. Yeah, so now we wanted to talk a little bit more about like our own types because that's a really good way for people to kind of understand who you are a little bit. Obviously, it doesn't encompass your entire personality, but it does give people a little bit of an insight to who you are. So I happen to be a five wing four um, a five is the investigator or the observer. I've heard it as both. Um, and we wanted to talk about like something that we like and dislike about our type. So personally, I like the fact that as a five, I am very objective. I am able to like view a scenario or situation um, without the intense like emotions that somebody would have if they were in the situation. Like I can view things with more um from like an intellectual point of view which also has its downfalls but um there's some cases where that can be really nice um and on top of that I really like being able to provide other people with helpful and thoughtful advice uh 
And lastly, I am super independent and I have always loved to do things by myself. And at first I was thought that was so weird of me because I was used to everybody always wanting to do things together. Um, and I was honestly really insecure about it for a long time, but I've learned to really embrace it and just enjoy it. Uh, the things that I dislike about being a five is that I can really easily isolate myself and fives are one of the withdrawn types, which I think four, fives, and nines are part of the withdrawing types. Um, meaning that like in when they're faced with stressful situations, they tend to um, take themselves out and isolate themselves, which has been really negative for me because I tend to not talk about things that I'm struggling with and I'll refrain from social outings um, and inserting myself in anything that might be out of my comfort zone. Um, and in addition to that, I've really struggled with like my purpose and nihilism or feeling like there's just no meaning in life. Uh, but that's something that has been really helpful with my faith is um, not dealing with that as much anymore. But yeah. And Maddie will talk about her yep. likes and dislikes. Yep. So again, I'm a seven, which is an enthusiast. And I feel like Gentry and I kind of complement each other well because like in a way, our types are kind of really opposite, but also they have a lot of similarities. Um, so my favorite things about my types or about my type is that I generally tend to get really excited about things and excited about life. And uh, I'm good at just like type sevens in general are good about finding the positives and everything, which like can be really super helpful. And also I'm very much a people person. I just love being around people and making connections with people. So those are probably all my favorite things. And then my least favorite things, I... I'm really good at just ignoring my problems and pretending like they're not there and just trying to find the positive. That kind of goes along. That's the negative side of finding the good things and everything um, because sometimes I don't confront the issues I have, which it's really bad when you just get things bottled up inside you because you're not dealing with them. And then also, I do not like conflict, which sometimes is a good thing because I like try and stay away from drama and stuff but sometimes also a bad thing because conflict is necessary in certain times um and then another thing is I'm not a very patient person but I'm working on it <laughs> to try and become more patient because I'm just a very go 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 person and just kind of have always lived a really just fast-paced life and so I'm working on learning to slow down and be more patient. Yes, and there's definitely pros and cons per se to every type. Everybody has um, like better qualities and the strengths and weaknesses. Um, so we just wanted to like highlight a couple of those that we found in ourselves. Um, and maybe later we'll talk about things that we like love about other types. Yeah. I think that would be an interesting thing to talk about. Um, but we wanted to address the biggest misconception that we found about our own types as well. So for me, the most frustrating thing I have found is that people either think that I'm shy or I'm anti antisocial um, or hate people because I'm a five or 
because of their first impression of me, it can be so frustrating because that's not the case at all. Um, I'm actually feel like I'm fairly outgoing for a five. Um, I definitely will, um, be a little bit more quiet or reserved if I'm around, uh, a group of people, but if I'm around my close friends, I am very talkative and engaged, um, but yeah, I think it's a huge misconception that fives are not sociable or don't, I don't know, don't interact well with other people, mm-hmm. um, and I think that can be really problematic for as a five and then for other people to assume something based on somebody's Enneagram type or their first impression of somebody. Yeah, for sure. And for a seven, for the biggest misconceptions, it's honestly kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum because um, I feel like a lot of people just think that they're happy all the time, which can be kind of hard on you when you're like, going through things and you're not happy and you feel like you should be because that's just who you're supposed to be and who people think you are all the time and then also (laughs) another misconception (laughs) is that seven just don't think ever (laughs) which is not true they're literally part of the thinking triad or whatever yeah i just think um sevens are very impulsive a lot of yeah. the times and so then that's where it brings on the it gives the image yes. that they're not but they do yeah again in future um, episodes maybe we'll talk a little bit more about other types and what misconceptions of other types might be but for now we just really wanted to give a little bit more of an overview of ourselves but lastly we want to talk about the enneagram in general and why we love it So, personally for me, it's helped me to become more understanding of my own thought patterns and habits. Um, Before the Enneagram, I had a much different self-awareness. I think I knew myself, but not nearly as well as I do now. And it's helped me to explain myself to others as well and be more forgiving of myself and more compassionate towards myself. As well as a more external perspective, it's helped me admire things about other people that normally I would have held against them because they were unlike myself or weren't things that I would personally do. But now I can really see the best in people because of what I know from the Enneagram. Yeah, and going off that, I definitely agree with seeing how other people's are just kind of wired differently. Like, it's just easy to not understand other people when they're not like yourself. And, like, one thing is, like, sevens like to do all the things and fives sometimes aren't like that and so like for me to be like just not understand why gentry like doesn't want to do all the things you know so or just like any type just like that um so just understanding that people have different because a big part of the enneagram is like every type has different desires and wants and then they have different Mm -hmm. fears so just understanding that and uh, also I feel this one's whenever I meet someone and learn their Enneagram, I just feel like I can know someone before I actually have gone through the process of getting to know someone. And it's honestly really cool. Like one time I was getting coffee with this someone for like the first time and like two minutes into her talking, I was like, what Enneagram are you? Because I I already knew she was a seven because like just the way she was talking sounded exactly like me. And sure enough, she was a seven. And uh, 
I just feel like that helps you build deeper connections faster. It also helps you know how to, like, interact with yeah, people and, like, how it. to be a good friend to them and, like, what their needs are. Yeah, and you know just, like, what questions to ask and come kind of, like, like, my friend who's a six and I, six, they tend to overthink a lot mm-hmm. of things and sevens are do not do that usually (laughs) and so we always joke about like us balancing each other out because like she'll be like doing this and or overthinking something i'll be like okay we're not going to worry about that right now because that's not right now um and just things like that so i feel like that's really good too okay so the last thing we wanted to share about was our favorite bible story so i have a lot of it's hard to choose yeah, like, I was thinking of some in the New Testament, some in the Old Testament. I was thinking of, like, I think, like, four or five came to mind. But the one I decided to share was uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, which is in Daniel 3. So, these three men are put into a blazing furnace, literally, by the king, who was angry because they would not worship the idol that was set up for them uh but the reason i love this story so much is because of the ending they come out of the furnace living and there was actually a fourth person in the fire um and it's unknown exactly who this is but i think there is theories i just always think of that song and it just reminds me that like you're never alone and we're always going to be delivered from any pain or struggles that are happening to us on earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, yeah, I also had some that came to mind and I had to decide and I had to decide, but I ended up going with the book of Hosea. And uh, so this is about a uh, Lord came to Hosea and basically told him that he needed to go marry a prostitute and have children with her, which obviously you would just like not picture to be yeah not picture (laughs) to happen and anyway so it just goes on and on and honestly I was really confused when I was first reading it because it kind of goes back and forth between the Lord's relationship with Israel and then Hosea's relationship with the prostitute and then it kind of all comes together in Hosea 3 and Hosea 3 verse 1 says, And the Lord said to me, Go ahead, love a woman who is loved by another man and is an adulteress, even as the Lord loves the children of Israel, though they turn to other gods and love cakes of raisins. And so this is just a really good reminder, and I just love it, that God continues to pursue people even when they're turning to other things Mm -hmm. and not pursuing him. And uh, yes, and it's just like, it kind of just relates and reminds me of my testimony a little bit, which we will get into in <laughs> future in the future. But yeah, so that's my favorite. Yes, and I love Hosea too. I was almost like thinking about sharing that, but I was like, I knew Maddie was going to share it, so I was I wanted to share something else. Um, but in Hosea, uh, Hosea is a prophet, and he is called to marry the prostitute. But essentially, there is a metaphor of Hosea as a loving father or our loving father and the adulterous wife as Israel Um, and as you know if you've read the Old Testament Israel just repeatedly 
turns away from God countless times. And every time and after all the sin that they have done, God still remains because he is compassionate. And we just see the parallel between Hosea and God in those um, two scenarios. And I just think it's such a good example of how no, regardless of how much we sin, that we still have a loving father. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So the last thing we wanted to discuss was why we wanted to create this podcast. What was our inspiration and what do we want to provide for listeners? Um, and first, I wanted to mention that we are going to be talking a lot about the Enneagram. And I want to talk about why that is. Um, I think we wanted to include the Enneagram as a prominent part of this podcast because we think that it helps us with self-awareness so much and self-awareness is uh such a essential part of our faith because it is such a big part of relationships is as christians we need to know ourselves and what we are called to do what our strengths are what our weaknesses are it's so important when it comes to ministry and serving others that we know ourselves and know what we can offer to others and how we can serve others uh, the best way possible. Yeah. And with that kind of the why now piece to that. um, So with the virus going on and everything, we are at home. And so it's kind of tough with not a lot of things going on, knowing how to serve and do ministry. And so this is one way that we think that we can do that and kind of spread the word and what we've learned Mm -hmm. through God's word and just our stories and our experiences that we want to use this platform to be just really vulnerable and uh, open to things we've gone through and learned through our time so far in our walks and our faith. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're going to make changes throughout this, especially since we're just learning how to do this. Um, are we understand that we are very young and um, we want to offer information and material for maybe maybe a younger demographic of people and talk about uh, how we are growing in our faith and how we can help others grow in their faith we hope that by sharing our stories and our testimonies we can reach other people and uh, spread god's word through this unique platform that is a little bit unfamiliar to us uh we thought what better time to start than right now when we have all this extra time on our hands uh to reach people in their homes where they can listen to this on their own i think it would be really cool in the future to share scripture and study god's word together so we would love to hear feedback and thoughts ideas anything like that that would be helpful to us Yeah, thank you all for listening and feel free to reach out to us by DM via Instagram. Our Instagrams are Maddie Peterson underscore underscore and Gentry McEwen. We'll be continuing to pray for you guys throughout this uncertain time. And just please feel free to reach out if you need anything from us or again, just for any feedback or anything. And we will see you guys next time.